Hey everyone, Gluten Dude here. Hope you are all well. Uh, two points of interest before I kick off this podcast. Number one, very exciting news. I got a carpet in my home office. Uh, since I've been doing this podcast, we're in a condo in Asbury Park, beautiful downtown Asbury Park, New Jersey. And my home office did not have a carpet. So my first what, 10 podcasts now may have been kind of echoey, 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 echoey. So I'm hoping the carpet makes the sound a little better. And the second point of interest is this podcast is going to be a little different. Um, it's an email from a young woman who is really struggling because she is financially dependent on her parents, but they don't take her celiac disease seriously. Just wonderful, I know. So she is really pleading for help. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read her email, and it's somewhat long, so hang in there. And then as a response, I'm going to read a blog post that someone with celiac disease did on my site years and years ago. And it is the perfect response to tell people what it's actually like to have celiac disease. Hint, it sucks. So on that note, let's kick off the podcast. You're not just telling us what we want to hear. No, sir, no way. Because we just want to hear the truth. Well, then I guess I am telling you what you want to hear. And welcome to episode 11 of Dear Gluten Dude. What is Dear Gluten Dude, you ask? Great question. I get lots and lots of emails over the years. I have over a thousand in my inbox and each week I'm going to take one email and read it to you and give the best response humanly possible. And I would always love for you folks to chime in as well. As always, this podcast has absolutely no sponsors, but I always do mention my mobile app. Check it out at glutendude.app. Over 3,000 restaurants, 10,000 locations to find gluten-free beer, a forum, a private chat room, and lots more. So check it out at glutendude.app. Now, as promised, let's head to the inbox. You've got mail, baby, yeah. Dear Gluten Dude, I was diagnosed with celiac disease 16 years ago. I was 12 at the time. I found your website a long time ago and always thought about reaching out to you, but never really knew what to say, nor did I want to waste your time. I feel like you understand a lot about this disease, and I love that you focus on what we go through on a daily basis. I've truly been through the ringer with this disease, and I'm lucky if I feel half-decent two out of seven days a week while being 100% gluten-free. From the age of about 12 to 18, I could cheat and would be okay. Then everything changed. Then everything changed again when I was 23, and now again at 28. I hate asking for help, but I need help with getting my family to understand what is going on. They keep downplaying it and think I'm exaggerating and compare me to other people they know with celiac, that aren't nearly as bad as me. To be more concise, I need one article that is concise and to the point that I can show them. I'm having troubles financially, and as much as I hate to bring in family drama, I need help financially from my family, but they think I'm using celiac as an excuse not to work full-time. There's enough money to go around, but they won't help me because they think I'm lying about how celiac has affected my life or that I'm not careful enough with my diet. It's been 16 years. I know how to avoid gluten. They don't understand how hard it really is for me. I'm getting backed up against the wall financially right now. If I can't make them understand, 
I have to start getting labeled as disabled and seeking some sort of alternate source for financial stability. They're disinheriting me since I'm sick all the time and they think I'm blowing it out of proportion. My equal share is all I need, but they don't want to give it to me because I'm lazy. I know how this email comes off. I'm pretty sick right now and ranting. I probably sound like some kid with entitlement issue and I'm sorry for that. I just want to make sure I can have a family one day. Right now, I would never dream of it because I know financial issues would creep up as a result of my illness. No matter how good I can get things in my life, it will always be temporary and I need to be prepared financially for being sick. So I need an article that can show them, one, make them understand that I'm truly sick five out of seven days a week. Two, that this is happening to me even though I'm not making mistakes with my diet. Three, that it's impossible to compare me to other celiacs that aren't as bad as me. Four, that I won't get any better anytime soon and it won't just go away. And five, that it will likely get worse and I'll be faced with multiple challenges as a result of this disease in the future that we can't even speculate right now. I really don't know where else to turn. I've been trying to find an article on your site to show them, but I can't really find one that accomplishes it all. I only find ones that simply hint at it. Thank you so much for reading. I completely understand if you're too busy to reply or even read this. It's strange how I can divulge this to you because I feel like I know you, but you don't know me. I hope you're doing well. Well, that was a heavy load, my friends. Uh, I am not going to delve into the family drama, and I certainly will delve into the financials. And I really don't think there is one article that encapsulates all five points that you are looking for. So instead, I am going to read you something that someone sent me years ago. I received an email from somebody asking how he should best respond to his girlfriend who has celiac disease when she does not feel well. So I, as I always, I, I put it out to the community and I got some amazing response. But one response stood out so much that I made it its own blog post. So here's what she has to say about how someone should deal with you when you have celiac disease. And maybe you can share this with your parents to get them to understand what it feels like to be in our shoes and to take it a little more goddamn seriously. All right, here's her article. So many times we look okay in the outside and no one can see the bone-weary tiredness, the aching joints, the fuzzy brain, or the war going inside our bodies. We go to work when we don't feel well because we have to. Our sick leave is reserved for times when we simply can't function at all or the multitude of doctor visits that are sure to arise from other complications caused by the disease. Our tired when we're gluten is not the same tired that you feel. There really should be some new word invented for the gluten tired that we feel that makes it almost impossible just to walk through the house. So don't feel offended if she seems fine with people outside the home and then sick when she returns home. We often smile and chat with people because we feel we have to. Sometimes our jobs depend on it. Sometimes we have special occasions that we must attend and don't want to be the guest that dampens the entire occasion. When we come home, we are spent physically and emotionally. It takes a toll on everyone, but especially loved ones who get the short end of the physical and emotional stick. In other words, know that we become good at smiling through the pain for others because we have to, but appreciate not having to do that with the ones we love. She thanks you for allowing her to feel safe enough to drop the act when she is with you. Sadly, many of us have loved ones that take offense and feel they are being treated worse than strangers. Don't take offense if she doesn't want to be touched at all. Know that sometimes a gentle hug or a caress can hurt. My husband loves to put his arm around my waist, 
but if I've been glutened, I will flinch and draw away as a reflex. What he can't see is that I feel like my abdomen is an overflated balloon. I've even looked in the mirror sometimes, thinking I must look six months pregnant, and I'm surprised to see that I look no different. The best thing is for the two of you to open the communication lines. Know that advanced plans are scary for us because we never know from day to day how we're going to feel. That event scheduled two months from now can't be fully appreciated until the day before. I've actually been a paranoid basket case just before an event and have eaten next to nothing. We simply can't get as excited at events on the calendar as others. It isn't because we aren't excited to do things with you. We're afraid that we're going to feel horrible on that date and don't want to disappoint you. Sometimes things that are exciting for most people, like cruises, resorts, and multiple destinations, are scary for us. Buzzwords, like all-inclusive, are particularly horrifying because we're locked into where and what to eat. Part of the fun for any trip is sharing meals. Unfortunately for us, that becomes the biggest stress and fear. You throw in a trip where we don't speak the language, and that fear is magnified. Be willing to be flexible. One crumb can make that dream vacation or even dinner and a movie become months of torture. Be her champion. My husband is now a pro at questioning restaurant staff and talking to managers when I feel like I just can't talk about gluten or cross-contamination at another moment. He is the second set of eyes for little things like spoons being double-dipped from gluten items into gluten-free ones. He educates others. He doesn't ask what he can do to help because he knows I hate being an invalid. Instead, he says, let me do that for you. Those six little words say more than all the Hallmark cards ever written. He takes over when I can't function. Last February, I came out of surgery, and the nurse tried to give me a cracker and ginger ale in recovery. He was on it like a dog with a bone and practically slapped the cracker out of her hand. This is the man I hope I never have to live one single day without. And that, my friends, puts a wrap on episode 11 of Dear Gluten Dude. As always, I so thank you for tuning in. There are millions of podcasts out there, and you chose to listen to little old me. It's much appreciated. Till next time.